At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VEASAN's Pro Football Betting Podcast. Here's your host, Danny Burke. Welcome into it, ladies and gentlemen. Time to preview a big game for this Monday night. The Bengals and the Bills. Man, should be a fun one, and we are pumped. Thank you for being with us here on Beeston's Pro Football Betting Podcast. You know me. I'm your host, Danny Burke. But alongside me, the main man who has been crushing it this year, it is Brady Cannon at Las Vegas Golfer, where you can follow him on Twitter. And Brady, like I said, man, it's a big one. Arguably the biggest game that we have had to look forward to this season thus far. Buffalo opened up as a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Now it's come down to a consensus one, still with Buffalo as the favorite. Uh, Totals ticked up a little bit. 48 in the hook is where this thing opened consensus number out by you in Las Vegas seems to be 49 and a half. So uh, what are we making of this one, man? I know there's a lot to unravel for it. So I'll let you take over here and let us know what you're thinking. Well, I tell you, you know, there, there's a lot of statistics that really match up. Uh, you know, this is just strength on strength. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, what the Bills have done lately, they've won six games in a row. The Bengals have won seven games in a row. They've also covered the spread in seven games in a row. That is a, a current streak in the NFL that is the longest one going. Um, the Bengals, you know, during this streak of seven straight wins, they've scored on over 46% of their drives.
drives. That's third best in the league. And the Bills have scored on nearly 45% of their drives. That's fourth best in the league. Uh, Buffalo is third in the NFL in points per drive, and the Bengals are sixth. Uh, just over 40, uh, 48% of the scoring plays allowed by the Bengals' defense have been touchdowns. That's the second uh, best rate in the league. Their defense has really, you know, come a long way. Uh, I mean, it was good for a while, but now I think we're really seeing how good that defense is. And then you got the Buffalo Bills. They're number one in red zone defense. They're fifth in defensive passer rating, and they're second in yards per point. But Cincinnati, they're scoring on nearly 67% of their red zone drive uh, for touchdowns. That's six in the league so you know it's two really good teams that rank high in just about every category possible um so like i said strength on strength i mean buffalo's defense uh is obviously still one of the better units in the league and their running game has been incredible uh they have improved the balance of their attack if you remember early in the season it was really primarily a passing attack for the Buffalo Bills, but James Cook and Devin Singletary, they, they now have a top 10 rushing offense in, in football. So that's helped this offense tremendously, uh, creating some balance and not putting so much weight on Josh Allen's shoulders. Uh, the Bengals, you know, they're missing Lyle Collins uh, on the offensive line. I believe he's out for the year. Uh, and that's going to create some problems in protecting Joe Burrow. That was a problem early in the season, protecting Joe Burrow. It's improved quite a bit, but then they do lose a key piece on that offensive line that I think is uh, going to be an issue with the, you know, a pretty darn good pass rush, even without Von Miller for the Buffalo Bills. My numbers on this one, Danny, came out to Bills minus six and then Bills minus two and a half and Bills minus two. So two of those three numbers, not too far off of the spread here. Um, it seems like all the wise guys out there, and, and I think the general public too, uh, likes the Bengals here. And of course, we've seen that in the initial line movement. And it makes sense. I mean, the Buffalo Bills have won six in a row, but in their last nine games, they've only covered the number in three of them. And we talked about that with Cincinnati, where they have covered seven straight games, uh, currently a league record or a current the current long streak in the NFL anyway. Um, so I can understand kind of the public perception that maybe the Bills are skidding just enough where mm -hmm. the Bengals are argu arguably the hottest team in, in football. And, uh, you know, that is kind of leading people towards betting that direction. And, and they're a home dog. I mean, it's only a point, but they're an underdog on Monday night football. But I just have this feeling that this winning streak for Cincinnati has got to come to an end sometime. And I don't know if there's a, a more applicable situation than obviously playing the number one seed, the current number one seed in the AFC playoff picture in, in the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to find a way to win this game and, and, you know, put the fire out a little bit on this Cincinnati Bengals team. I did not bet the game, and I don't think I will get involved. We've had a number of these here uh, on this podcast that we do previewing Monday night where I just have a lean. I don't necessarily have a bet. And, you know, whether I have a bet or not, it, it's been very successful. And knock on wood, hopefully it is again. But uh, something about this situation, I, I just think Buffalo's going to find a way to get it done. Um, and I think Cincinnati, for the first time in seven weeks, finally slips a little bit. And, you know, we saw that a little bit last week in their victory over the Patriots. They probably would have lost that game if the Patriots could just make any sort of point after touchdown conversion, whether it be two points or an extra, extra point. 
You could also argue that they were out to a big lead and they took their foot off the gas. But, you know, I, I think we've seen some chinks in the armor as good as they've been. Uh, and, and maybe people are maybe people are, you know, selling a little high on the bills right now um, and, and not giving them quite enough credit because of that. Uh, just three and six against the spread record over the last nine weeks, even though they've won six games in a row. Maybe people are down on the bills just enough to give me a little bit of a contrarian angle here in this game. Uh, so so that's where I'm at. No play, but if I had to play it, I'd lay the point, the one point with the Buffalo Bills. I think they'll. I think they're going to get the victory. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I've been contemplating this game for several days like a lot of people have, and I was kind of thinking about what you what side you were going to go on because right now I haven't done anything but I do have a lean and I'm like I feel like Brady's going to be on the opposite side of me and <laughs> I do lean a little bit more towards Cincinnati but everything you said is kind of a reason that I haven't ended up touching it right now is that something here just like you know Buffalo can be very confusing frustrating and play down to their competition type of team we see that happen all the time but you know, in, in these big-time games, you take, for example, their matchup against Kansas City. Like, right. they find a way, and that's a very tough stadium to play in to go to Arrowhead. I wouldn't say going to Cincinnati's as tough as it is as going to Arrowhead. And look, again, if they need to play to get the win in these tough games, they've done it, really. And I know there have been some ugly situations for Buffalo, so uh, it, there are some concerns. But, yeah, people like the Bengals, right? I mean, 11 and two straight up their last 13, 12 and one ATS in that span, as you already kind of hit the head on that. Buffalo just five and eight ATS their last 13 games. I was having a discussion on this because I filled in for big bets this week, and I actually put Cincinnati as my highest rated AFC team. And the reason that I did that, Brady, is because, and you again, you address this the Buffalo Bills finally are starting to get a run game. But I feel like the issue with that, I need to see them have that in the postseason. I want to see this Buffalo run game not be abandoned the second they're trailing and to be able to do it efficiently. If you look at DVOA, like Cincinnati's more of an efficient running team than they are. I know that Buffalo leads in a lot more of those stats, and you can kind of argue back and forth which the importance is of that. But um, if they can get that going on a constant basis, I think that's the biggest missing piece to Buffalo. Now, Josh Allen, yeah, he's tremendous. He can be and play like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Sometimes he kind of kills you because he can be really sporadic and spontaneous too, which can be awesome. And then at the same time can be detrimental because sometimes he has these really poor decision-making skills that just end up being an interception or something like that. And Cincinnati's defense has been really solid. That's the reason why they're still in this position and they were able to beat Kansas City because their second half defense is really their strong suit and they've actually done pretty well at making those adjustments. So I do have a small lean toward the Bengals here. I think this receiving core is arguably the best in the AFC, right? The next one would be Miami probably to put them up to the test. I mean, there's just so many weapons on that side of the ball. And Joe Burrow is such a gamer that he really gives it a chance against any team and especially a team in Buffalo who can go in their phases. So uh, again, I, you could go back and forth on this one as indicated by the spread virtually being a pick -em. I have a small lean towards Cincinnati. Ideally, you would have had them in like a teaser situation to have a little bit more comfort, or at least I would have done that if I were going to, but haven't done anything just yet right now. Buffalo's got the big uh, head coaching advantage, I'd still say. And I know yeah. some people would be like, how can you say that? Like Zach Taylor, you know, they made the Super Bowl last year and he's doing it again. Like, 
if you're really watching these games intently, there's some times where Zach Taylor, you're like, man, what are you doing? It's just the talent that they have is able to outweigh some of the inept play calling or lack thereof from Zach Taylor. So I think that's a big nod too to Buffalo. They have the coaching advantage. But I would say at the quarterback position this year, Burrow gets a slight nod. They have more offensive weapons. Buffalo does have the better defense. But I don't know, man. It's tough. Kind of like you said, there's just this little small feeling do you think Buffalo could have the advantage? I just have a small feeling that uh, I may not be as confident in Cincy to bet them. I may just wait for an in-game spot, see what the tempo's looking like, instead of just sticking to my guns right now, like me saying they're the top team in the AFC. That doesn't mean I have to bet them in this game. I can adjust it wisely by watching it. And if Buffalo wins this, then yeah, the ratings will be adjusted accordingly. But right now, I think Cincy has been the strongest team. Again, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm jumping the gun to bet them at this price, though. Well, you know, I think our indecision and maybe our disagreement or what have you, you know, I, I could probably be swayed either way. And that's sure. reflected, <laughs> like you said, in the point in the point spread. I mean, it's basically a pick em game. There's yeah. not really a, a decided uh, favorite uh, or, or, or one team that we can, you know, agree on that is certainly the better team in this matchup. I, I think they're very evenly matched. As I went through some of the stats here, they're, they're absolutely close in just about every category there is. Um, I, I will go back a, a couple weeks with the Cincinnati Bengals, and you recall, of course, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really had them reeling, and, and they went into halftime with a 21 to three lead. They were out in front, 21 to nothing, before the Bengals came all the way back. And, and let's remember that comeback was aided tremendously by Buccaneers turnovers. They turned the ball over four or five times right out of the gate in the second half, four or five possessions in a row, I believe it was, that they turned the ball over, did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and allowed the Cincinnati Bengals to come back. And and I think that speaks to the chinks in the armor uh, of the Cincinnati Bengals because Personally, I don't believe the Buccaneers are very good at all. Now, I, I know they won the division. They're going to win this division, you know, with, with possibly a losing record. They, they don't have anything to play for in week 18. They could end up being eight and nine on the season and, and win what is probably the worst division in football. And yet for half a game, uh, they had the Cincinnati Bengals dead to rights and, and probably would have won that game pretty easily if they don't commit all those turnovers. And I, and I think that's one thing that you have to look at when you're handicapping football games. How did this team win? And turnovers are pretty random. I mean, we, we do get turnovers in, in many games, almost nearly every game, week in and week out, mm -hmm. but they're very unpredictable. So it, let's say the Buccaneers turn it over once instead of four or five times, uh, they probably still win that game. So, you know, Cincinnati, that adds to their winning streak. They get credit for beating Tampa Bay, but did they really dominate Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay kind of gave it to them after Tampa Bay had dominated Cincinnati. I don't see the Bills making those same mistakes. I love that the running game has, impro has improved so much. Um, I'll, I'll give a little bit of an edge to Burrow at quarterback over Burrow just because he has the, uh, the, the mobility aspect to his game as well. I mean, the Buffalo Bills have six eligible offensive players uh, every play. And that's very difficult to defend. And when was the last time the Cincinnati Bengals played a game where they had to defend uh, an offense like that? Tampa Bay has a completely immobile quarterback. The Patriots have a completely immobile quarterback. And let's not forget, you know, we've seen this Baltimore Ravens team really regress offensively in the last 
four or five weeks, especially with Tyler Huntley at the controls and not Lamar Jackson. But this Ravens team beat Cincinnati not that long ago. I think the final was like, you know, 1917 or, you know, a very low scoring game. Uh, so I think there are, see, are some things you can point to as, as to why Buffalo, you know, might be able to win this ball game. Um, but uh, again, it, it goes back to what we're talking about here. Uh, it, it, it's a real toss up, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not feeling strongly about uh, one side or the other, and, and that's why I'm not going to bet it. But uh, my lean uh, would be to the Buffalo Bills finding a way to win this game. I don't know by how many, but I imagine it'll be close. I certainly don't think either team's going to blow the opponent out. Um, but I, I like the Bills, uh, you know, with a small lean to win the game somehow. And hey, you know, kind of we're just talking about it right now. Maybe an angle for someone who's also undecided but has some conviction here would be first half with Buffalo because I, you know, I kind of mentioned Cincinnati being a little bit better in the second half of their defense. You talk about their performance against Tampa Bay where it was abysmal in the first half. And then again, a lot of things had to go right in their favor. I mean, Buffalo is going to be ready for a shootout immediately, right? They're going to be ready for fireworks. They're probably going to have a good script immediately. And try to utilize that knowing it's going to be in a tougher road environment. So for perhaps Buffalo in the first half could be the way to look about it. And then you can adjust from an in-game perspective there on, but that'd be something to consider. Um, what would you maybe consider though, with this total, do you think it is going to live up to a shootout? Because it's, it's really funny. You know, we, we talk and we're really giving a lot of credit to these defenses and especially in the red zone, tremendous red zone defenses, Brady, but yet this total keeps creeping up toward the over because you know what they present on the offensive side. So which one's going to overcome the other? Yeah, you know, if it got to 50, if it gets any higher, I'd probably look at taking the under. Um, I, I think it's going to be very difficult to keep both of these offenses down. I mean, they're both so prolific. You mentioned the three wide receivers uh, for Cincinnati, plus they get their tight end Hayden Hurst back. He's yeah. been out a couple of weeks. I think it was a calf injury. Uh, he's back uh, in the lineup as well. So that's another option for Joe Burrow. Uh, we know about the passing attack for the Buffalo Bills, and now they have a very good running game as well. So it's pretty. It's going to be very difficult to keep points off the board for either one of these teams but uh you know i think there's a point where this thing gets a little bit too inflated and, and i can certainly understand the initial move towards the over uh but if this thing hits 50 or 51 i'd probably be more inclined to play under yeah i hear you and you know we may hit that 50 spot we still got plenty of time to go brady and i, of I course... thought i saw one earlier today did i did in fact it was at circa yeah oh yeah uh, it is at circa right okay, yeah and then at winning station there's 50s also so there you go okay. yeah you're getting yeah. several so outlets up to it by the time we hit game time and you know this is this is a big game a marquee game the public's going to get involved and and want to see points and how can you argue that you know like like i just said it's going to be hard to keep either of these teams from scoring points so i, I think you may end up with a 51 or even higher maybe a 51 and a half uh before they kick off and we talk about betting in game i mean again because of how good these defenses can be you may go through spurts where the scoring comes to a halt and if you're mm -hmm. someone who likes the over but the numbers kind of adjusted too much perhaps you wait then and get an adjusted price on it because of the talent still on those sides of the balls for these guys like they'll probably move it but will they actually execute into the red zone that's a whole nother beast and such a big difference in terms of a total going over so something else to consider if you're looking in that region but yeah a few 50s out right now I was just saying Brady and I record this on Sunday night so like Brady was saying by the time we get the kickoff tomorrow night this thing could be up to 51 wouldn't surprise anybody 
Uh, Brady, anything else on this game before we move on and I pick your brain a little bit about the final week of the regular season? Yeah, a couple trends uh, for Bengals backers that uh, really are playing in their favor. They apply to a couple of Monday night home team situations that one is 136, 47 and one against wow. the spread. The other one is 77, 29 and one. Jeez. So that's pretty strong. Even though my numbers favor the Buffalo Bills to win this game, the situation is pretty strong for the Cincinnati Bengals. And another one here, the Bengals are on a 14 and two straight up 15 and one against the spread run in non-division games. So, you know, that's not necessarily predictive, but, you know, maybe it does speak to the fact that teams from outside their division, you know, are not familiar with how this team operates, certainly not as familiar with division teams. Um, so that does make a little bit of sense. Uh, so, again, I, I think there are a few different points to look at that the situation uh, is in favor of the Bengals. But just from a pure numbers standpoint, uh, my numbers favor the Bills. So, uh, again, undecided, right? More of a reason to say this is a toss-up. So, and then for the those numbers you, you hit in the first, uh, when you first brought it up, the one that was like 170 or whatever, what did that directly apply to? For those huge success rate numbers? It, it's it's a Monday night home team situation. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, that's that's impressive to say the least. It I, is. I, I'm sure no like, you know, you're it. someone who, of course, holds your numbers very strong, but then also like to apply the trends in the situation. I'm sure that makes it even more like, I don't know what to do, so I'll just stay away. Sometimes the best bet is no bet in this kind of circumstance. That's what I'm going to do. Like, like I say, you know, for our show purposes and just telling you what I honestly feel, right. I, I do kind of lean towards the Bills, but the situation favors the Bengals. Should be a fun one. I'm excited for it. And I know everybody else is out there, too. So uh, hopefully it uh, lives up to the hype. Should be fun. All right, Brady, looking into week 18, the final week of the regular season. Bittersweet because, well, we're excited. Just more action. We're getting to the postseason. But this means our final full slate of NFL action. Um, again, it, it's such a wonky week. And it's going to take a little bit to kind of gauge for some of these teams if they're actually going to try, what they need, all of that. So I guess we could go to a matchup where you do know both of these teams need to partake with their efforts, and that's Green Bay. And Detroit would be the first one that stands out. Green Bay already moving up from a three-and-a-half-point favorite, Brady, to now as high as four-and-a-half. Total open 47, now up to 48 in the hook. We know Detroit won in an ugly game earlier this year at home against Green Bay. The Packers have looked nice. Their defense has improved. They completely shut down the Vikings. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's developing a good chemistry with his young receivers. Detroit's defense, granted, yeah, you limited the Bears. So what? A high school football team could do that with them not even letting Justin Fields throw the ball. But I, I still can't help but recall literally two weeks ago, Brady, the Carolina Panthers got over 500 total yards of offense. This is one of, if not the worst defense in the NFL in the Detroit Lions. So I get why some of the love is going to Green Bay. I don't necessarily like the idea of laying four in the hook right now, but I would give the advantage to the Packers. Yeah, I, I would lay it before I took it. Uh, the only problem here is, are we reacting too much? Is the market reacting sure. too much to what the Green Bay Packers did to Minnesota today? I mean, that was an incredible performance. I think that might have been their best game of the year, and especially on defense. Their run defense really surprised me. Now, in, in recent weeks, the Vikings run game has really taken a nosedive, one of the lowest yards per carry number uh, in the NFL. 
Uh, but I thought they might be able to get healthy today against a Green Bay Packers run defense that I believe ranks around 27th. Uh, but boy, that was not the case today. That defense really came to play and absolutely shut down Kirk Cousins and, and really shut down the running game as well. Uh, so, you know, I don't want to overreact, but, you know, I think it tells you something when this line opened up at three and a half, okay, three and a hook. Now, normally a, a wise guy play there would be to take the hook, right? Well, what's the number done? It's gone higher. So that, that tells me that uh, maybe the favorite is the right side here. I'm also a fan of betting against the Detroit Lions on the road. Uh, you mm -hmm. mentioned what the Carolina Panthers did. Uh, this team is such a different team on the road than what they are at home. They average about 33 plus points per game at home do the Detroit Lions and just around 19 points on the road. If they score 19 points against the Packers, they're probably going to get throttled. Yeah, for sure. And again, it's looked like a lot better defense on the side of Green Bay, a defense that was touted as potentially being the tops of the league had their issues. Now they're finally coming about, especially in the secondary. Very good to see that out of Green Bay. But uh, they do have their issues against the run from time to time, but we especially know the Lions do. So I see this as a situation, Brady, where if we can assume that Matt LaFleur is going to be intelligent in utilizing Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they should be able to control the tempo of this game big time, right? I mean, like, it's, every team is virtually able to run the ball on the line. So many gaps on that defense and they really didn't do an efficient job of that the first go around i know aaron jones was a tad bit banged up but they kind of panicked and abandoned it immediately and just started throwing it and it was all over the place so at home i think they'll be more comfortable they know they're in a good spot right now feeling good about themselves i again would agree with that movement and like you said i would lay it before i would take it but that should be a fun one in a game that'll probably get flexed um unless those times have come out i'm not sure yet i haven't checked lately but you know, Everybody's... Danny, you and I have yeah, talked about this. Uh, I believe it was a Monday night game recently uh, that the Green Bay Packers played, and, and we landed correctly on that side. Uh, and you remember this trend. It's like basically after week 10, after Thanksgiving, when the weather starts to get cold ah, that's uh, right. in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, their record against teams that play in a dome is incredible, uh, you know, this late in the season. And obviously the Lions play in a dome. So, you know, more reason there to have me uh, headed towards the favorite. All right, Brady, some other spots. Are there any that stand out to you for some of these teams that are desperate and looking for a win? I mean, obviously, you know, the Seahawks are fighting for their postseason berth. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Rams. We know Tennessee and Jacksonville win to get in uh, in terms of winning their division. Six-and-a-half up to seven is where we see Jacksonville as a home favorite. Uh, Miami currently laying three against the Jets. Uh, seeing some other spots. I know some teams are fighting for seating like Dallas and now Philly has to play because they couldn't take care of business. And, you know, Minnesota doesn't really need it, I guess. But then again, uh, the scheduling also matters who plays when. So Minnesota is just a point favorite against Chicago. We don't know if Chicago is going to throw fields out there. I'm sure they will. But man, uh, not effective today. They didn't let him throw the ball like I was saying earlier. Uh, Kansas City up to a 10-point favorite against the Raiders. Again, vying for that top seed. So out of these important games, Brady, you know, does this apply to your handicapping where you look at those spots? Or is it something where it's like, well, everybody knows that and it's already baked into the numbers. So it's not like you can solely rely on that. How, how does that work with your strategy? 
Well, you know, I think you make a good point there. Everybody does know the scenarios, and those are kind of baked into the cake. And I think when we get down to week 17 and now week 18, the last couple weeks of the season, you get teams in must-win situations. And the odds makers know that the typical betting public uh, likes to bet on these teams that must win. And I always say teams that must win must not be that good. Uh, because if you must win, you know, you, you, if you're any good, you wouldn't be in a situation sure. like that. You'd be like the you'd be like the Kansas City Chiefs or the Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals or the 49ers. And it's not a must win game for you. You're already in the playoffs. And these teams that are playing for their playoff lives, we saw it play out today. The uh, Washington Commanders were in a must-win situation, playing against a team that had really nothing to play for in the Cleveland Browns, and they got upset uh, losing outright. Uh, so I, I would be very leery of betting on these teams that must win when they're taking on an opponent that you know really doesn't have much to play for. You mentioned the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're a huge favorite, if I recall, uh, against the New York Giants because the Giants, they clinched a playoff spot today uh, with their win over the Colts. Who knows if they'll play their starters, but if they do play their starters, and I kind of believe Brian Dable will, will want to keep his team hot and not necessarily rest everybody, um, I would look for the Giants to, you know, be a little bit of a spoiler there. Uh, the Eagles and, and and will Jalen Hurts be back? Right. Um, you know, if you're the Eagles and you've got Jalen Hurts uh, with an uh, injury to his throwing shoulder, you're already in the playoffs. Do you want to risk further injury? Uh, or, 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 I mean, I was talking to Mike Pritchard today. He told me he had one of those injuries. It, it's very difficult and it does take a little while to heal. So, are you going to throw him out there just to try and capture the number one seed? Or are you going to try and preserve really the star of your team for the postseason, which you're already in? You're, you've already locked up a spot in the postseason. So I think the Giants and the Eagles game is very interesting, depending on, of course, who's going to play. So how about like the Vikings, for example? Again, like a lot has to still go their way in order for them to get in a good position. But, you know, they got in embarrassed really badly I and mean, it was bad all around like and if you don't start them against the bears that's another week off from not correcting the mistakes you had against green bay if you're kevin o'connell do you almost play your guys regardless because you want to get rid of that stink from the week before get some like you said kind of success get the heater going into the playoffs and get some good camaraderie around that is that something you think they should do in that situation i think it's a good point Danny, because of the way they lost today, and, and that would lead me to believe that uh, O'Connell will play his starters in this one to try and correct the mistakes. I mean, you got to believe they're going to go through a week of practice looking at that tape and, and trying to correct what they did wrong. I think they need to improve the running game. And Chicago's a team where you can probably really find some improvement in, in your running game. So I, I would expect Minnesota to try and put a full effort together and correct what what went wrong in, in week 17. And, and maybe, maybe you bet them in the first half or something like that, because who knows if they do get out to a big lead, then maybe they pull the starters and that type of thing. But uh, I, I would expect Minnesota not to just lay down and not play anybody, uh, especially off of that effort earlier today. I hear you. All right. Should be a good one. They're right now they're down to minus one. So, Hey, if you think they it's are all the way down to minus one, yeah, so it's like one wow, of those things, like, do you take three. advantage of that now, Brady? Like, do you bet it with that assumption? No, Danny, I, I think, you know, that that's something that is so difficult right now. 
I, I would be very leery of betting any look ahead lines or what have you. I guess it's not technically a look ahead line anymore, but I, I would be very leery of betting uh, any games right here on late Sunday evening until we have more information. This week's going to be all about information. It's not necessarily a handicap of X's and O's. I think it's going to be so much about information. And at this point, again, late on Sunday evening, uh, our information is at a total minimum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is for sure. All speculation right now. Still plenty of time to go until we reach this weekend, the final weekend of the NFL regular season. But hey, Brady, uh, unless you got anything else, my man, I'm pretty much all good. Like you said, Ed, not too much that I'm ready to jump into while we wait and see the pending lineups coming out for these teams. But any final thoughts coming out of your end? No, I, I really don't have anything. I thought uh, today was a pretty exciting day. I'm happy that my 49ers, uh, you know, leapfrogged the uh, Minnesota Vikings yes, for the number two seed in a very dramatic win right here in Las Vegas. I was proud of the Raiders, too. I did not know how that team would respond after the benching of Derek Carr. And, you know, they responded in flying colors. Jared Stidham was, was an all-star today. So uh, that was cool to see another good week of football. Unfortunately, next week tends to get a, a, a little weird. Uh, but Certainly, there are still some great games on the schedule, a few of them anyway, uh, especially the AFC South with that division on the line. Uh, certainly a few good ones uh, amongst some of the other ones that uh, are just kind of real duds. But, uh, you know, we can't ha can't really ask for a better way to end week 17 than what we have on Monday night. He is Brady Cannon at Las Vegas Golfer, where you can follow him on Twitter. As for myself, at DannyBurke5. 5 We have no official plays right now, just some leans. But hey, if we do add anything, you know the drill. It'll be posted at vsin.com under our Pro Picks page. And there you can get every show host and guest and every wager they're making for every single sport. So once again, make sure you check that out before kickoff so you can get geared up with all the info you need for the big showdown for Monday Night Football. And hey, we still got plenty of bowl games tomorrow as well. Looking forward to that. So make sure you get in touch with all that good information and insight. Brady, Happy New Year to you and yours. Thank you for making some time as always. To everybody out there for listening, much appreciated. Best of luck and we'll talk to you again soon. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.